When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Someone here says, uh, Stefan, if your wife is having an affair and you still love her, would you stay in the marriage because of the kids? Uh, first, I'm going to say, you know, I'm sorry to hear what you're going through. You know, when you're in a relationship with someone and you feel trust has been broken and there's been a betrayal, um, it, you know, it definitely can be very challenging to go through that. And there's a few things I'm going to say on this. Um, number one, understand, first and foremost, why... why this happened? How did this happen? How did your relationship get to the point where your wife is now having an affair? It's not comfortable to look at that, but you've got to look at two different aspects. Number one, what's, what's going on with her okay, that, that caused her to react in this way, to go out and have an affair? That's number one. Number two is you need to look at yourself because at the end of the day, we're still responsible on some level for the life that we have and, and what takes place in our lives. And no matter how thin you slice it, there's always two sides. I'm not justifying what she's doing. It's, 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 not, it's wrong. You, know, you don't betray someone in that way. You don't break that trust. But is there some part of this that you've contributed in some way? Are there things that you could have done better or differently to be a better partner, to meet that person's needs? To, to grow the relationship because it does take two to tango. So first I'm going to say is on your wife's side, the reason why someone would cheat, man or woman, is there are certain needs that are not being fulfilled. There are certain needs that this person has that aren't being fulfilled by you, and so therefore they're going somewhere else to get those needs fulfilled. It's your job to find out as a detective what needs are not being fulfilled that I'm not providing for that person. Maybe, for example, you're not giving that person the attention. And if you're not giving your partner the attention and you're not making them feel special, you're not giving them your time and making them feel amazing, well, what can happen most often is they come across someone else that's giving them that energy. They're giving them that attention. They're showing appreciation for them. They're, they're you know, making them feel a certain way that you might not be meeting that need and so therefore they're pulled and drawn towards that attention. They're, they're, sorry, they're, they're pulled towards that person because they're providing something that you're not. That's, that's a big aspect 
of it, okay? And even though that might be the case at different times in the relationship, it does not justify what she did, right? Because if that is happening in a relationship, the healthy way to deal with that is to communicate, to have like a relationship ritual, which I've shared with you guys before with Tatiana, what we do every week or every two weeks in our relationship to make sure that our relationship never gets to that point. We can address it because we have that communication that if I'm not meeting a need of hers, she can let me know and we can actually do something about it so that we make sure that our relationship is thriving and growing because a relationship, just like any aspect of life, has to be growing. If it's not growing, it's dying. You know, it has to be a focus. You can't neglect it. You have to be always growing it and making sure that there's progress being made. If you don't, it gets to a point where things like this happen. So that's one piece. The other piece is looking at how you possibly contributed to this, not meeting her needs, and what you can do better to be a better partner. Because regardless of whether or not you stay with this person, you stay as part of the family, there's lessons and value here for you that you can use and apply to your existing relationship or your next one. But if you don't learn these lessons, you get divorced, you go through your next relationship, you'll repeat the exact same mistakes. Okay? So learn from this as much as you possibly can. Now, to answer your question, first and foremost, you, you've got kids, and, and that's great. And what, I, what I'd say with that is if you love this person, I would first try to focus on, on, uh, on building your relationship with this person. That's the most ideal scenario is for you to have a happy family. That's what's going to benefit the kids the most, okay? So to actually sit down with your wife, is she committed to, to, to being in this relationship, first and foremost? Is she committed in making changes, okay, because she broke some trust that is going to take time to reestablish in the relationship, okay? She has to acknowledge what, you know, acknowledge her fault, essentially, take responsibility for it as well. So she has to acknowledge that, but also be committed to wanting to be in this relationship and making this work. You both have to be in alignment with that. You both have to decide whether or not you're both committed to making this marriage work, not just for the kids, but for each other, okay? And if you're both on the same page with that and you want to be together, then work on your relationship, okay? Get relationship coaching, counseling, therapy, read books on relationships, prioritize a relationship, meet each other's needs, and, and, and build the relationship, okay? It might take time, I get it, you know? There's trust that's been broken, it, you, you're gonna have to build that up. And if you're committed to being with this person, you're gonna have to let go of that and forgive them. Even though it doesn't feel fair, I get it, but you're gonna have to be, you're gonna have to grow spiritually right now to be more conscious and forgive and love this person, understand why they did it and have compassion for it and trust Trust them that they are committed to being with you and making changes and see that light on the end of the tunnel, that vision. You guys have to both be in alignment with that. But you holding on to it and punishing her and um, uh, punishing her for this and not trusting and creating guilt for this person and all that is not going to allow you to repair this relationship and to grow. Sometimes in relationships when this does happen, there's a lot of relationships, by the way, that have been through affairs that are stronger today than ever before. And it's challenging to get through it, but the analogy is that if you break a bone in the body, when that bone heals, it becomes the strongest bone in the body. And it's the same thing for the relationship, is that right now, because of this adversity, your relationship can actually get better and stronger than it ever would have been if this didn't happen. And so in some cases, 
you might not see it now, but five years or 10 years from now, if you're still with this person, you have an amazing relationship, that could have been the tipping point that forced you guys to grow and master a relationship, to have this incredible relationship that you can now have. But all because of that moment, it could be a blessing in disguise. So that's a way, that's a, that's a mental reframe of how you could look at it. Now, um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, uh, so should you stay for the kids? So here's the thing. Understand that you and your partner, you and your spouse, are the foundation for the relationship. Okay? That's the foundation. If that foundation's weak, the kids will suffer. If you stay in a relationship where there's no love, there's no passion, there's, there's negativity, there's yelling, there's fighting that's happening, there's disagreements and how to raise the kids, all these things that are happening, that is going to influence the kids in a negative way. You've got to understand your kids don't necessarily listen to what you say. They watch and they model what you do. The best thing that you can do to be a great parent and to, to, to help your kids is how you show up and how you're being is going to influence them more than anything else. So if, if your kids are in a dynamic where you're sacrificing your happiness, your love, and your passion, and you're just friends with your partner, and you're sacrificing all of that, and you're miserable, and you're doing that just for the kids, you're now teaching your kids that a relationship is all about sacrifice and giving up your happiness for your kids, and they're going to go and live their lives and model and do the exact same thing. So in, even though divorce is not ideal, but... In a lot of cases, when I've studied this and I've seen this and I've worked with relationships and I've been mentored by relationship coaches, sometimes the better situation is, is that if you split with this person and do get a divorce, that is challenging for kids, without a doubt. I'm not um, discrediting that in any way. However, by you being happy, okay, even if you're apart, by you being happier, by you being more fulfilled in your life, by you being able to attract the right partner in your life and then your wife attracting the right partner for her, that is a healthier dynamic for the kids, okay? Because by you being happy and living your life and being passionate about your life and having a great example for what a relationship should be, that is gonna influence your kids in a more empowering way, in a better way. And in a relationship, you do have to prioritize your, your, your partnership and your, your marriage and your love and time together, in a lot of cases, even above your kids, okay? So there's times in a relationship, you have to tell the kids, right now it's mommy and daddy time. Right now, you know, we're going on a date and you have to prioritize that because again, that's the example that you're providing for them. So that's what I'd say to you is either try to recover the relationship first and foremost, work on it, grow it, learn as much as you can from it. But if you're just not the right people for each other, if you're totally in misalignment and you're going to suffer and be depressed and fight and yell and, and affairs are going to happen, then it's healthier for the kids for you to split up and to, to be happy and not sacrifice. My mom, both of my parents, so my mom has been divorced twice, my dad's been divorced three times. My parents, more my mom, stayed with my dad and they got divorced when I was 18 years old and they did it for the kids, but my mom was uh, depressed the whole time. She gave up her happiness. She gave up her life. And I don't want my mom to do that. I would have preferred that my mom had split up and been happy and joy. I didn't want her to give up 15 years or 18 years rather. Uh, of, I think maybe they, they, 
the beginning of the relationship was great, so maybe not the whole time, but I know the majority, like the last 10 years or so, uh, she stayed with my dad in an abusive relationship that was not healthy for the kids. Like, I suffered a lot from it, as well as my siblings, but I don't want my mom to have to go through that. I, I would have much rather preferred as a mature adult today, even though it would have been hard for myself as a kid and my brother and sister, preferred for her to split up and to be happy and have, like, I want her to be happy. I want my dad to be happy. I don't want them to be miserable because of me, the kid, right? And your kids don't want that either for you. When your kids grow up and become adults, they'll understand that and, and, and be happy and proud that you did make that decision because uh, rather than suffering and being depressed and miserable that whole time because of them. So that's just my perspective on it, but that's, you know, that's, that's what I would do if I was in that situation. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.